Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Sports Unite podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We had a little bit of technical difficulties this week, so as long as you're hearing this, we fixed everything. That We're just going to go with that. Uh, or if you're listening to this next week, well, then this is a new episode. Uh, this will kind of replace both uh, last week and this week's episode. Uh, and uh, we're uh, getting forward. We're trying to get some guests, some exciting uh, names that you might have heard of before. Uh, trying real hard. Gets a little hard when uh, we don't have a sponsor or uh, we also have a full-time job. So we're getting there. Uh, trying to get some big names. Uh, if you have any suggestions, let us know on our Facebook or Instagram page. Or email us at sportsnamepodcast at gmail.com, who you want us to try and get. And we'll just send lots and lots of messages and just hopefully book them one day. We do have to start this episode off with some sad news in the sporting community, at least here for Canada. Uh, firstly, Walter Gretzky, everyone's uh, favorite hockey dad, or we best known him as essentially Canada's hockey dad, Wayne Gretzky's father did die this past week. Uh, since his passing, so many stories have come out about just what he did for everyone. Uh, he would wait for anyone who wanted to meet him, give him autographs, would make you feel uh, like you weren't bothering him, and that he was just giving everyone uh, the time of day, which is an amazing feat uh, for anyone, because if you're that famous, it can get very, very tiring so to show the love and care that he had for anyone he would meet and just spend time with people is just so nice to hear. It's very Canadian, you know, us taking, uh, knowing that, uh, you know, a sport made us best known. So he wanted to make sure that everyone felt the warmth and kindness that uh, he felt from the country. So uh, just... Going forward, uh, you probably saw the eulogy that Wayne gave at his funeral, and it's just really, really touching to hear all of the stories that have come out. And, uh, you know, he put his mark on hockey, uh, and he showed that hard work and uh, putting that hard work into your kids uh, and the future of your family, the country, really just made everything, you know, come together. Uh brought Canada together without even knowing it all those years before. And another sad passing is that of Chris Schultz. Schultze, as he was called, was a football player who played both in the NFL and CFL, and after he was finished, he became a big part of the panel for the CFL games. And if you grew up in the 90s, 2000s, here in Canada watching the CFL, you certainly saw him on your TV screen. And it's just a sad, sad day. He had such a huge personality. And again, stories about coming him, calling him a gentle giant, how much he cared for people, and what he brought in knowledge and expertise to the panel, growing the game uh, of the CFL here in Canada and on TV. Uh, he's going to be sadly missed. Uh, we hope that we do get a season this year. It's, I'm thinking we're going to. It's looking pretty positive. Uh, but, you know, we're in March right now. A little bit of time left before see, uh, training camp will start. Hopefully we get there. 
um, but it's uh, certainly going to show that uh, you know there's going to be a giant hole missing on the sidelines going forward. So we uh, want to say here that both will be missed. And uh, if you ever met either of them, let us know on our social media what were they like. Uh, what stories do you have? The Scotties came to a close. Yes, the curling bubble. We get all the fun bubbles here in Canada. We got the hockey bubble. Now we have the curling bubble. And uh, the Scotties came to a close with Carrie Aronson, uh, her team winning uh, the Canadian Championship. And good news for her is uh, before the women's championship was canceled but it has been rescheduled and it's coming to the bubble so uh carrie will have a shot to represent canada this year at the uh, world championships something that she's a back-to-back -back winner now and it wasn't happening last year so good for her that she gets to represent canada that will take place on april 30th and uh the briar has just begun so just one championship finished, another has started. So the men's Canadian championship is going on right now. You can catch it uh, all action online or if you have cable still. And uh, the men's championship will begin, uh, the world's championship, I should say, begins April 2nd to the 11th in the Calgary bubble. So plenty of curling going on for the next at least two months. So uh, get in there and uh, watch some curling. Spring training has been going on, and uh, so far people are shaking off the rust of uh, pretty usual for baseball, but uh, still a little bit rusty as uh, a game uh, between the Nationals and the Cards, both teams wore red uniforms. It's what happens when you have similar colors, uh, except they just kept playing. I feel like in the regular season they would uh, definitely force one team to change, but it's the spring, so... Let them play in both red uniforms, see what happens. And that's exactly what happened. Our final story to come out of this segment is uh, Shaq, involving Shaq and Adam Sandler. During a game, uh, Shaq asked Adam Sandler, when are you going to put me in one of your movies? And Adam Sandler replied, uh, when you win a championship. Well, Shaq played out, won four championships. And uh, one day, Adam Sandler just came up and said, you know what? You won four championships, I owe you four movies. Which is a stand-up thing to do. Pretty cool story. And, uh, you know, Shaq's been in movies. Uh, he's been pretty good in those Adam Sandler movies. Other movies, I, I like them, but they're not uh, well-received, if you will, from the whole film community. Let us know on our social media pages. Uh, share us throw this podcast out there into the world let's get more listens because the more listens we get the closer we get to episode 50 or a thousand downloads is we're going to have another giveaway and actually speaking of giveaways uh there's a soccer match later on uh, between tottenham and crystal palace we will be making a bet and if we hit on that bet uh we will put that money towards the prize uh, for our giveaway. So uh, the previous winners, we had three winners in our last giveaway. They've all received their prize. And uh, part of that prize is also coming on the podcast. So Charles, Sophie, and Adam, get ready. Uh, we're going to have them on very, very soon to start our uh, fandom series. So get used to that. And uh, 
that's it. Keep listening. Let's share this podcast. Let's grow. We have an Instagram page. Uh, we have a Facebook page and we have the email. We also have Twitter, but we're not so much on Twitter. And also, we're going to dive into our next segment. It's called Say Something Nice. Speaking of Say Something Nice, uh, we haven't, uh, we've done this once before. Uh, and we got two things for Say Something Nice. We're going to start bringing back more and more of those segments that you like and uh, keep the podcast rolling. So in this Say Something Nice, I, I guess we're excited for baseball. Baseball starting up soon. You know, we have soccer going on. Uh, we have hockey going on. Super exciting. There's games all the time. But adding just that other sport, having it come back after uh, being off for the offseason always makes you excited. It adds something in the air. Now, always with spring training, whenever pitchers and catchers uh, report, you know, at least here in Canada, that, hey, spring is happening. It's coming. Whenever that is here in Canada, it kind of mixed. Uh, we're starting to get warm temperatures now in early March. So it looks like an early spring. Not going to be plus 20 anytime soon, but uh, you know, going up to plus 10 and then back to zero, that's okay. That's the good start to the spring. Other parts of Canada are still minus 20, minus 15. So not quite there yet, but when baseball starts, you know spring will eventually come. And it's coming very, very soon with the start of baseball. So for the first time in a while, I'm extra excited for baseball happening. And we're going to have a huge baseball episode for opening day, which is less than a month away. So look for that uh, on opening day. Our other Say Something Nice is we know there are other podcasts out there. And we're no, we're, we know we're very, very far down on the totem pole to listens and downloads, that's a-okay. Uh, we're starting to get bigger. We're starting to get more downloads. So thank you so much for all the listeners. And uh, like I said, share the podcast, get us out there. Uh, but another podcast here in the same province that we record, which is Saskatchewan, is called the Walk Off Homers Podcast. Give them a listen. Uh, two guys, uh, they have a quirky take on sports and different segments, and they're really fun to listen to and they have cooler giveaways than we have so far and uh, we were fortunate enough to be a recipient of that so how cool is that uh, we did win a $50 gift card for a uh, very cool and lovely uh, beer company here in Regina Warehouse uh, Brewery we're actually drinking some right now we're, uh, we are drinking the Queen City Cloche uh, which is very refreshing for a spring day because spring and summer beers should be refreshing and have a good time. So give them uh, a listen, uh, download them, uh, let them know that uh, we sent you to them uh, if you like them. If not, uh, maybe don't suggest that we said anything at all. Uh, and if you're ever in Regina or Saskatchewan and you have the chance to try Warehouse uh, Brewing Company, do so. They're in an old bakery and uh, their food is excellent. Uh, beer you can take to go or uh, sit down on a lovely patio or inside, of course, being safe. But as everything rolls out, gets back to normal, hopefully we can have a huge blowout. Uh, and uh, going forward, maybe we can do a collab episode. So uh, tag them on uh, social media. Let, a, let them know that we want to be with them collabing 
since, you know, we're slightly different, we're about the uplifting sports, uh, I mean, there's plenty of room, we're not trying to compete here, we know we're not making, uh, any money so far, but if there's a sponsor who would like to be part of this and we can start to give away, it's really starting to sound like a, uh, a pitch episode, I swear, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're not doing that, but we got the, uh, the bet going, uh, we're counting down, Let's see what happens for. Are we going to get to 50 episodes or are we going to get to 1,000 downloads? It's going to be the race. Uh, the more that listen, the faster we're going to get to 1,000 downloads and the faster we can have a new giveaway. And then we might plan something for the 50th episode. Who knows? Still time to do that. Let's share. Uh, we're getting up there. Let's uh, have a big push. It's going to bring us to our Olympic countdown. Each week we do a uh, an event that is happening at the Summer Olympics that will happen in July. We're getting in there. We're getting into the seas now, and we are down to cycling. Let me tell you, cycling has a lot of events, and it's pretty exciting. I've never been this excited for cycling before. I think maybe a lot of people here in Canada are in the same boat. Um, cycling's not a huge uh, event for people to watch here in Canada since, again, we have to wait for the snow to melt. So it's a, a, a spring if you don't have a lot of snow, summer and fall event. Uh, but when you get into the track and BMX, it uh, adds a new element to cycling. So cycling is one of those legacy events because it has been in every single Olympics since the rebirth in 1896. It has evolved over the years, of course, and now has more than 11 different events. Uh, 11 for women and 11 for men, so it's an equal number of events as well. A mix of the older style events like road and track cycling mixed with newer events like mountain and BMX biking. Remember in the early 90s, 2000s, BMXs were coming in and people were like, oh, they're so dangerous. Now they're the Olympics. No, not everyone's right all the time. Uh, starting in 2012, uh, that was the first year that an equal amount of events for both women and men began. So 2020 will continue that. The events are track cycling, which features current events like Kirin, which uh, is begun by a speed control start. So usually a time speed or uh, motored uh, cycle or uh, moped type thing. And then you have to keep the time and then the motorized vehicle goes off and away you go. It's a sprint. You have the Madison, which comes from uh, Madison Garden. It's named for that in New York, which is a relay race. The Omnium, which is a multi-race event. The Team Pursuit, Sprint Individual, and Team Sprint. All track events are done on a traditional oval, which is very, very steep. And uh, if you've ever seen videos of uh, oval track for cycling, uh, it looks just like an oval track, maybe a racing track, but it's actually very, very steep. And if you fall, there are lots of videos of cyclists falling. It hurts so bad, and it's wood. You can get splinters. I know that any sport where you crash and you're going fast can hurt but uh it's doesn't look like it would hurt that much but it really really does on a track so go watch some of those videos of uh cyclists falling you can see just how dangerous it is 
Um, famously here in Canada, the oval track uh, for the Montreal Olympics, the only summer Olympics that we've had here in Canada, has been turned into the biodome, it's called, which is an ecosystem experience with animals and plants, bringing you to four different parts of the world. It's really, really cool. If you're ever in Montreal, go and see it. It's just been renovated, redone. Uh, of course, when everything is safe to travel, uh, we do recommend uh, going to the biodome. It's a really cool experience. But that has nothing to do with cycling anymore, just a cool connection. The next, road cycling, has individual and time trial events. Uh, it's a road course uh, that, of course, takes you out on the streets, so it shuts down. Lots of people line and watch. Mountain biking is cross-country event. Now, if you've never seen a cross-country mountain bike course, it's really, really cool. Uh, they have lots of different tracks set up uh, for... Uh, it's not an Olympic style, but they have kind of boardwalk style courses in the mountains. Plenty in BC, so if you're in BC, go and experience some of those. For BMX, initially it used to be an individual race, uh, just kind of like ski cross where you're racing against others and you're going down a mix of pavement and dirt. But now for the first time they have added freestyle. How to qualify. Again, uh, we're going to go through event by event because it's completely different for each uh, different event. So for track cycling, qualification is done based on rankings. Uh, for both team and sprint, the top eight teams qualify. Now remember this because it's important later on. For the Madison, all countries with a qualifying team pursuit team qualifies, plus the next best eight teams for a total of 16. The Omnium. All teams who directly qualify, so the top 8 for the Madison, get in, plus the next best 12 to 13 teams to take it to 20 or 21. For individual sprints, the countries that qualify in the team can enter two individuals, then the next best 7 ranked riders, and the next best riders ranked in the Kirin. For the Kirin, it is the same as individual sprints. The Kirin or Karen is actually the Japanese word translated for bicycle race. So that's uh, the more you know. In the uh, road race, most of the qualifying places are given to rank cyclists. There are a small number of spots given out through continental championships, but it's not like the other events that we have uh, seen before, where those uh, continental championships mean more than, uh, than this uh, event in cycling. Japan gets a few spots for being the host country. Time trial road race must have a nation qualify either by being top in their nation or from the 2019 World Championships. Mountain, 38 spots per gender, so not much room for error uh, or qualification. 30 spots go to the top 30 ranked cyclists according to the Union Cycliste Internationale, which is the governing body uh, that looks after all the Olympic events for cycling and the world championships. So uh, that is how they get ranked by performing in meets and events and the uh, UCI ranks them based on how they perform and then that builds up on how they get a automatic qualification spot. You'll notice some events are like that where others are mostly teams, uh, team sports, uh, you will have to qualify through a tournament or uh, meets, something like that. 
three spots go to the Continental Championship winners, one spot goes to Japan, and the remaining will go to the top placing cyclists from the 2019 World Championships if they have not already qualified. If they have, then it goes down the list. For BMX, like I said, it's like ski cross. Uh, so if you have a few good races, you make it to the finals, but one bad race could cost you. 24 spots in total. One spot goes to Japan, 18 spots go to the highest rank nations from the UCI qualification rankings, two spots go to the world championship winners and runner-up, three spots go to individuals who haven't qualified yet. There you go. And the freestyle, the newest sport, nine spots. That's it. Nine spots, which is crazy. Japan gets one, six come from rankings, and two come from the Urban Cycling World Championships. So it's going to be very exciting to see those uh, new sports come in in cycling. I'm definitely going to be watching uh, cycling a lot more. I have a more of appreciation for uh, cycling after learning all this. So it's going to be cool to understand a little bit more of the different events. And uh, we'll take a look. Most of the qualification has been completed. Uh, so you won't have to look at... Uh, rescheduling any of those qualifications coming up very very soon in 2016 Great Britain had the most medals by far with 12 total and 6 gold they blew away everyone else uh, in second was the Netherlands with 6 medals total and the US with 5 medals total so Great Britain very very good at cycling uh, I believe the Netherlands as well uh, so keep an eye on them uh, Japan might surprise people this year you'll never know Cycling will take place between July 24th and August 8th of 2021. And that is our Olympic countdown for this week. We have one more segment. Put it on the board. And uh, I know we are always positive, but sometimes things make you laugh uh, just by how bad they are. So there's a little bit of uh, enjoyment from that. And uh, we were watching a video and kept hearing ridiculous arena names so we thought we would do a put it on the board worst arena names that currently are here in North America number 10 America Family Field for the Milwaukee Brewers of the MLB that's I guess a funny name just America Family Field that's how I say it in my head so it made me laugh I put it on the list number nine is the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium that is for the Edmonton football team, who don't currently have a name, going through a little bit of rebranding here in the CFL. Used to be just Commonwealth Stadium, and they held the Commonwealth Games there. It's a huge stadium. I have gone to uh, to see the stadium, visited, uh, been to a game there. It's a massive stadium, but now you add the Brick Field at Commonwealth. You don't want to call it a different stadium name, but you want a sponsorship for the field. It's just doesn't work the brick field no Pfizer forum for uh, the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA it's a company health company uh, probably didn't even say it right Pfizer doesn't roll off the tongue I don't know what it is uh, that's number eight uh, number seven is PPG Paints in F Pittsburgh for the uh, Penguins. Used to skate out of the dome, uh, the igloo, if you would call it. 
and then they built a new arena and they have ppg paint just if you say it really really fast ppg paints i know it's a company they make paints uh, good for them for sponsoring an arena uh doesn't quite work for me but uh, that's why it's lower on the list another nhl team the gila river arena again naming after uh areas uh gila river arizona um doesn't excite me i guess uh also that shows you how many good stadiums there are okay stadiums uh that didn't make it to the bottom 10. number five MLS making an appearance on the list with the Dignity Health Sports Park for the uh, LA Football Club. Uh, some of these company names just, uh, I mean, they, they don't really go into, uh, we're going to have a stadium named after us, so it's going to be A-OK, -okay, we need a cool name, but Dignity Health Sports. Just kind of funny. I guess a lot of these are just funny to me. Maybe not the worst. Uh, let us know what you think if we're uh, on the money, if we're not on the money. Uh, number four is the Bankers Life Fieldhouse for the Indiana Pacers. That's exactly what I want to hear, the Bankers Life. Imagining what a Bankers Life is like. Again, doesn't excite. Uh, number three, uh, this one again, just like the uh, Edmonton uh, fiasco, Empower Field at Mile High. Why, why does it have to be at mile high? Why can't it just be mile high like it was or empower field? What are these empower field at or the brick field at? Like, it's just a mouthful. Why? Just stop. Just stop. Ring Central Coliseum. The Oakland Athletics for the MLB. That, uh, that whole arena and stadium just... Poor Oakland. I feel really bad. They need new stadium badly. Uh, they're playing in that cavernous place that the uh, Raiders used to play at. And poor Oakland. And our number one for put it on the board. Pretty much a consensus number one. If you watch videos, watch uh, podcasts, or listen to podcasts. Is uh, the one and only Smoothie King Center for the Pelicans in the NBA. Uh, we don't have Smoothie King here in Canada, uh, and without this arena, I guess I wouldn't have known about it, so good on you, Smoothie King, but it it's just one of those head scratchers that go, oh, okay, interesting, but it gets people talking, so who am I to say that it's the worst arena name because it gets the most publicity in, uh, publishing talked about so i guess good on you smoothie king uh, center for becoming very very popular and that's our list that's going to do it for our show thank you so much for listening again sorry for the technicalities that didn't get the episode out on time uh this coming week we will not have another episode on uh thursday this will act as like the two so uh, we can work on getting guests out, booking, doing more interviews. So let us know again who you want us to try and get on this podcast. Share the podcast. The more people that listen, the bigger that this thing gets, the easier it's going to be to get those people that you want to listen to. 
Uh, and if you have an idea for a show or know someone that's a huge fan that uh, might want to be featured on our fandom series, uh, give us an email, sportsunitepodcast at gmail.com, or send us a message on our uh, Instagram or Facebook and uh, let them know that uh, a podcast might be coming to talk to them about their fandom. Uh, stay safe. Enjoy the spring. Hopefully it's getting nice and warm for you. And uh, we will be back again with an episode very, very soon. Stay safe, watch some sports, and never forget to sport on. Sport on.